Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Let's all pray. Lord, thank you. For no matter what we're going through, and again, it seems like after a year, we're back, Lord, from where we've started. But Lord, thank you that there is always hope in you. I pray, Lord, that as we hear your word, that our hope will be renewed, our faith will be strengthened, and we will have the grace to live out the life that you've called us to live. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, before I start uh, reading a scripture, I have a question for all of us, and, and think of your answer. The question is this, who is the kindest person you know? You can type their name if you want. Shout out na rin sa kanila. And as you're thinking of that one person, why would, or persons, maybe uh, several persons that come to mind, why would you say he or she is kind? I remember one pastor in every nation uh, who came here a couple of years back and he was speaking. He was so gentle. The way he spoke, it seems like he never gets mad at all. And I was so amazed. I thought, wow, grabe. This pastor is kind. I was thinking to myself, parang si Jesus yata to, ah. I mean, think about why you would say he or she is kind. Uh, maybe he, that person is generous. Maybe that person is always mindful or thoughtful of you. Maybe that person doesn't get mad at all or doesn't get easily uh, get mad. Or maybe that person is considerate or forgiving. You know, when you have a person who's kind, yung mga taong mabait sa atin, these are the people that we are very comfortable with, right? These are people that we want to be with. Now, think about the reasons you've given of why that person in your mind is kind. And for every reason you've given, you can find it true of God as well. God is generous to us. God is mindful of us. God doesn't get mad easily. The Bible says uh, he's, he, he doesn't uh, get easily angered. He's considerate. He's forgiving. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's loving. In other words, in summary, God is kind. And that's what we're going to talk about today. If you look at scriptures, you can, you can find that God is the kindest person you could ever know. You will ever know. And if you truly would get to know God as kind, you would always want to be with Him. I want to read in Romans chapter 2, verse 104, uh, a scripture that talks about the kindness of God. Therefore, you have no excuse, O man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, practice the very same things. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such things. Do you suppose, O man, you who judge, you who judge those who practice such things, and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Verse 4. Or do you presume on the riches of His kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? 
Here's a simple message that I have for today's devotions. God's rich kindness leads us to change. Let me repeat that. God's rich kindness leads us to change. Let us unpack that statement for our devotions this morning. Let's talk about the word rich. The Bible says, do you presume on the riches of His kindness? If you look at the word riches, it literally uh, describes it as abundantly rich, greatly rich, extremely rich. How many of you here know of someone, you probably have a friend, a relative who's rich? Okay, now being rich is way different from being extremely rich. If you look at the richest man in the world, the net worth of the richest man in the world today is $180 billion. Pause for a moment. $180 billion. Sometimes we have no idea how rich that is. In order to give us an idea of how rich $180 billion is, if you take $180 billion and uh, put it on $1 bills and put them in a stack, your pile would extend to 50 times higher than the orbiting International Space Station. 50 times higher than that distance. And it would take you 5,400 years to finish stacking it up. Extremely rich. Here's uh, one more uh, uh, analogy so, so that we have an idea of what extremely rich means. If you spend $20 per second of that $180 billion, $20 per second, Shashapka, Lazada, $20 every second, Midumarateng. For 24 hours, non-stop, you could shop for 285 years before you run out of money. You see, it would take a few lifetimes to even understand and comprehend that kind of extreme riches. And allow me to say that it will take all of eternity for us to understand and comprehend the riches of God's kindness. God's kindness is immeasurable and incredibly rich. Therefore, He will always be merciful. He will always be forgiving. He will always be gracious, always loving, always patient, always gentle, always considerate, always mindful, and always generous towards us because He is rich in kindness. The second word I want to unpack from that statement is leads. In the message translation, it says, God is kind, but He's not soft. I love that. In kindness, He takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change. In God's kindness, He doesn't force us. He doesn't manipulate us. If you think about God leading us with kindness, uh, there are three ways He leads us in kindness. First, he leads us with the truth. Uh, if you look at the preceding verses, verses 1 to 3, I'll summarize it by God saying, don't judge others. God is kind to you. But even though God is kind to you, I want to say that there would be a judgment. You see, being kind is more than just being nice. 
Jesus was kind, but he was hated by the religious leaders for the truth that he was preaching. Jesus, in his kindness, leads us with truth. Uh, secondly, he leads us through his example in Luke chapter 6, verse 35. It says, But love your enemies. Wag na tayo magtaas kung may enemy tayo. <laughs> magtaas ng kamay. And do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. God's kindness extends even to the ungrateful and the evil. And then he says, I want you to do the same. He leads us through his example. And lastly, he leads us by, become, by coming near to us. Uh, the message translation says, he takes us firmly by the hand. You see, in God's kindness, he doesn't give us arbitrary commands from his lofty throne in heaven. In fact, he came down on earth and he lived among us and became one of us. And not only that, when he ascended into heaven, he sent his Holy Spirit so that he can continually lead us, not from afar, but lead us by the hand. The third word that I want to unpack is the word change. In God's kindness, he takes us firmly by the hand and leads us into a radical life change, message translation. I remember a couple of years back, this was probably about three years ago. Um, I, was in, I was in the house and uh, my son, Alonzo, went with his mom and they were in the mall. And I remembered there was a, there was a sneaker release, a very, uh, a very rare sneaker release that I wanted to buy for my son. Uh, take note, not for me, for my son, because I love my son. But I knew it was a very long shot. It was usually through a raffle, and it's always gone in about 60 seconds. So I remember he was in the mall, and there was a shoe store in that mall. So I called him, and I said, Son, um, can you pass by that, uh, that shoe store? And look if there's this sneaker that's still available. Um, I knew it was a very long shot. And, and I said, go there. And a couple of minutes after, my son called me back. He said, Dad, there's one last sneaker uh, remaining. Uh, apparently, somebody who, who wanted to buy it uh, did, not, uh, did not pick it up. So one, and it's our size. So it was for my son. It's just coincidentally we have the same size <laughs> so i said okay can you ask permission from your mom and say uh, and ask her to buy it and so he did a couple of minutes after he was in our house i was looking at his rare sneaker and i said son this is unbelievable it's so unbelievable in my mind it's unbelievable that we were still able, it was close to impossible that we we're still able to cop that sneaker was sitting there. And yet, my son's response was classic. He said, yeah, dad, it's so unbelievable that mom said yes to us buying the sneakers. <laughs> and his mindset was, because mom said yes, I'll do whatever mom wants. You see, that should be the kind 
of response that we have to the kindness of God. Because God is so generous, because God is so loving, because God is so considerate and mindful and forgiving and gracious in all these kind things that He has shown us. Our attitude should be, Lord, I want to change. The Bible says it leads us to repentance. The word repentance literally means a change of mind. And this is not just for non-Christians. Yes, the kindness of God should bring non-Christians into faith in Christ. But this is for us, for all Christians. I hope that every day that we experience the kindness of God, it makes us change our minds. If there are habitual sins that we cannot ever stop, if there are bad attitudes that we need to change, if there's ever a wrong mindset that needs a renewing, if there's an unchristlike posture, I hope that all of us, as we experience the kindness of God, would have a change of mind and eventually it will produce a radical life change. As I end, I want to read in Titus chapter 3, verse 3 to 5, a last verse. For we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient, led astray slaves to various passions and pleasures, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others and hating one another. Verse 4, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, He saved us. Not because of works done by us in righteousness, but according to His own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit. This verse was expounded yesterday by Pastor John. But I want to emphasize the start of verse 3, the word for. That word is usually used for giving reason. In other words, Paul was telling Timothy, this is the reason why we can change. First few verses, we can be submissive to rulers. Oh man, that's incredibly difficult, if not impossible, in our time today. We need to be obedient. We need to be ready to do every good work. We have to be ready to slander no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, to show perfect courtesy toward all people, even people who disagree with you on social media. In other words, we were bad, but, but He changed us because His loving kindness appeared. And the word appeared literally means an epiphany. It refers to God's rescuing intervention. I want to end this devotion by saying that the fullness of God's kindness can only be found in Christ. Bishop Jure at the start of this week said, God's kindness toward us is free, but it cost Jesus a price he alone could afford. We can change because of God's kindness. And it can only be found, the fullness of it can only be found in Christ alone. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this revelation of your kindness. That your kindness leads us to repentance. 
So Lord, I pray for every one of us in these devotions. If there's any habitual sin, if there's any wrong mindset, if there's any bad attitude or unchrist-like posture, Lord, I pray that as we experience your kindness daily, that you would lead us to change by your grace. Lord, we're sorry for the many times we've hurt you. But Lord, we are grateful that you are still loving and kind no matter what. We praise you. We honor you. We are forever grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's worship God one more time before we end. Peace for my suffering, joy for my weeping. New life is beginning now. Your grace never failing, your love never ending. Forever we sing it loud. Peace for my suffering, joy for my weeping. New life is beginning now. Your grace never failing, your love never ending. Forever we sing it loud. Peace for my suffering, joy for my weeping. New life is beginning now. Your grace never failing, your love never ending. Forever we sing it loud. Peace for my suffering, joy for my weeping. New life is beginning now. Your grace never failing, your love never ending. Forever we sing it loud. Sing a new song to our God. For in Him we have overcome. Raise the anthem of our love. Hallelujah. As we end, let me end by giving you a benediction in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you, God. God bless you. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple podcast. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.